0: Wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sammy. What a blessing. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. This man, by the leadings of the Spirit, we are sailing on the prophetic wind, kingdom addictions. Kingdom addiction. Kingdom addiction. He said, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. For the kingdom of God is not in meat and in drink, but that kingdom is made up of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost this month may your life be full of righteousness in Jesus name may your life be full of the peace of God in Jesus name may your life be full of the joy in the Holy Ghost in Jesus name anything that is not God, this man, may he not be your person in Jesus name, anything that doesn't speak well, may he not be your testimony, this man in Jesus name, he said, it's not in meat or in drink, but that kingdom is in righteousness. Is in peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You shall be fulfilled this man in Jesus' name. You shall do well this man in Jesus' name. You shall excel this man in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. And on the Sundays we are talking about a very serious and important subject. The making of disciples. Everybody say the making of disciples. <laughs> say it again. The making of disciples. <laughs> I can't feel you. The making of disciples. The objective for this month, number one, is to give us the foundation for you being a disciple. That's the first objective. What can make you a disciple? Number two, who is a disciple? Number three, how do you behave as a disciple? Number four, what are the functions of a disciple? Number five, what benefits do disciples gain? Praise the Lord. So, by the time this mantle ends, you will be able to grabs all these things into your spirit the C's objective is how do I put this knowledge into practice you know the body of Christ has always been a household of faith. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. Paul told Timothy. In First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. He said. For if I tarry long. Huh, that you may know how to behave yourself. Huh, in the house of God. Which is the church. So hear me. The reason why I'm very, very careful about when we come to church is what the Bible teaches. So say, if you tarry, I tell that you may know how to behave in the house of God, which is the church. You know, most of us are not too conscious about scripture. Like when you come to house of God. You think you have come to, it's, it's like any place. But look, he said the church is the house of God. The church is not like your house. This place is not like my home. It's not the same. So what I can do in that home, I can't do it here. You know how you behave. Say behave. He was talking to a specific assembly. That was there. Sets in Ephesus, which was in somebody's house. But it's not the house, it's talking about dead sets. Are you understanding? That's why when you come and we are worshiping, you cannot be roaming about, be talking and those things. You, You deny the presence and the glory of God. We are working hard for God's glory to be in this place as your father. My desire is that when you step into this place, any problem you came here with must leave you. But you have to create the environment for God to move in that way. Do you understand? That's why some of you, when you come, don't be roaming about if you are not doing any work. Sit down. Sit down and concentrate in the service. Don't be roaming like you are not, sir. You are not doing anything. You are just, we are singing. You won't lift your hands. We are clapping. You won't clap some. You are just standing there because you think you are awesome. It should stop. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us all, with our heart, make God's glory to end this sanctuary. God gave me the name. It's called Jesus' sanctuary. It's called Hot. So we want Jesus to be here. Anytime you come here. But he doesn't just go to any people. You have to create the environment for him to be there. Are you understanding? Praise the Lord. What a blessing. So he said, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. So any truth you want, that truth is not in any university. Not even Harvard. Any truth you want in life can be found in the church. It is the ground and the pillar of truth. It's not in any school of man. Praise the Lord. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. blessed. So, I'm talking about making of the making of disciples. But this, this service, my focus is what is the foundation for becoming a disciple. That's, that's the objective I'm tackling today. I want us first of all to understand that God saves a people to serve him in his vineyard. The first people God calls them my people is the Israelites whose root began with Abraham. But under Abraham they were not a nation. The whole nation was in one man, praise the Lord. And then it proceeded to Jacob who had 12 sons. And then 72 people went to Egypt in the days of Joseph and Joseph, whilst they were there for 400 years, now they began to build a nation. They grew to be 3 million people, praise the Lord. So when God found Moses, he has a people who were about 3 million. He called them my nation, who is called the Israelites. Praise the Lord. And when they were in bondage and God wanted to deliver them His main motive for delivering them was very clear. Exodus chapter 4 verse 22 and 23. He said Exodus chapter 4:22 And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son. So now they are in So he said, Israel is my son. And he didn't stay there. He said, even my firstborn. Move on. Let my people go. Verse 24. And I say unto thee. Let my son what? That he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go. Behold. I will slay thy son. Even thy firstborn. So. so hear me on. Before God spoke this, before it happened, we all know that before the people of Israel would go, all the firstborn son of Egypt died. Do, do you know that? But most of us didn't know that God spoke it before He did it. He you, you before even Moses. This is the time God is telling Moses to go to Egypt. Oh, he hasn't gone there. Then He said. Go and tell Pharaoh. That I shall let my people go. If you will not let them go. My firstborn. My son Israel. I will slay all his firstborn. And we saw it. He slew them. And the people went. Praise the Lord. The main motive for deliverance. Of the people of Israel. Who were the first born of God. Was for them to go and serve him. Praise the Lord. Somebody is blessed. So you are saved by God. To serve him with your life. This thing must think sink deep into everyone's heart. The reason, listen to me, one reason why a lot of Christians still find themselves in issues of bondage is their lack of service to God. Because serving God means freedom. Not serving God as a son of God means bondage. Hear me well. Israel was God's firstborn but till they made up their mind to serve God they were in bondage and to here, serving God means freedom not serving God still means being in hot bondage praise the lord you know sometimes we 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 are not able to cipher between revelation and truth. Praise the Lord. Revelation is inspired knowledge given to you. Truth is knowledge which is workable. Which is what? So you receive revelation to work with. Most people receive revelation, but it doesn't set them free. Because it's not revelation that set free. It's truth. Revelation culminates into truth when the revelation is received and practiced. And what it becomes your personal truth and sets you free when it is not received by a person, it is revelation, it's for everybody. Light is there for everybody, but only people who connect and sway their socket on have light in their various destinations. Praise the Lord! So Serving God means freedom as a child of God. Not serving God means that you can still be in bondage. And in reality, sometimes you are confused. Why some Christians go through the things they go through? Which is a sign of bondage. They are saved. They are born again. They are to enjoy liberty, but they are still in bondage. Why? Because It is not just, it is not knowing the revelation that set you free. It is putting the revelation to work. Putting the revelation what? To work. Praise the Lord. So, if you think that you are the son of God, don't be confused. Israel, God said, my firstborn. Is it in your Bible? You know? I have always been saying there's no new thing all. Everything we are talking in the New Testament, God have talked about it in the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. Yes. Uh, if you didn't know that God said Israel was a son, now you know. Mostly people say, oh, we are the sons of God. We are free. Uh, uh, you are not the only people God have told you are his son. They are a group. He told them they are all his son. But they were under... Pharaoh's bondage. So you can be God's son, and by your inability to practice reverencing, you are still under somebody's word bondage, even though you are to be free. Shout hallelujah! Hallelujah. Praise God! Oh, I like it. He said, "If you not let my son go and serve me." I, the Lord, I will slay your son. So let us be so careful about serving God. Because it is, it is, it is the thin line between your deliverance and your bondage. Praise the Lord. 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 Now, let's also look at this. I'm laying an objective. What is the foundation for the making of disciples? Now, to serve God is the main assignment of every believer. To serve God. When Jesus came, And the devil tempted him. He slated two things to us. He said worship and service. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 10. Then said Jesus unto him. Get thee hence Satan. For it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. And only him shall thou serve. Somebody say only him. Say only him. Everybody say only him. So only him shall thou serve. You will worship the Lord your God. And only him. Only him. Only him. him. You know, my emphasis is on the only, only. So on this earth, God's main assignment for man is to worship, is to serve only him. Only him. Only him. When you are serving a nation, whatever office you are serving, God said, only him shall thou serve. When you are serving in a profession, God said, only him shall thou serve. When you are serving in a certain business, God has said, only him shall thou serve. So what does it mean? Whatever service you do, besides the service to God, to him is not service. Do you understand? To him is not what serve. If you serve a nation and you don't serve God, to him, the serving of a nation is not service. Only him. So for a believer, your main assignment on this earth is to serve only him. You know, the devil knows the heart of a man. So he always drifts man's heart to serving other things. Apart from God, the only him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only him sir thou serve. I will serve you, O oh, oh Lord. I, I will serve, serve you, O oh, Lord. I will serve you, I, I will serve you, O oh. Ah! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. let okay. We talk about serving God. How do we mean? The Holy Ghost gave me a certain definition. It's a total dedication. Total dedication. Of man's life. Of your energy, your time, your resource, your strength towards God and his work. A total dedication of a man's life. Your energy, your time. Your resources, your strength towards God and His work. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. The total dedication of your life, your energy, your time, your strength. Your resource. Your wisdom. Praise the Lord. Towards God. And his work. Total dedication. You have given. You know in, in Acts I think 13 somewhere it said, And David served his generation in the will of God. Wherever you serve, serve God or oh, serve God. Totally dedicate yourself. Totally dedicate your time. Totally dedicate your energy. Totally dedicate your resources. Totally dedicate your time for God and His work. Yes. Yes, he said, for David, after he has served his own generation by the will of God. Wow. Fell on asleep. Yes. He served his generation in the will of God. Who was David? Was he a preacher? Who was David? Was he a preacher? David was what? A king. But can you imagine a king? Huh? In Psalm 119 verse one says, 164, huh? he said, seven times a day will I praise God. A king. At that time, he was the strongest king in the whole wide world. David didn't lose any battle. He won all. But he could dedicate time, energy, Resource for God and His work. He was praying three times a day. What have you been doing? Look, when we say serving God is total dedication. Today, that's the definition. There's another, it's total devotion. So, any service we do which is not devoted or dedicated to God and his work to God is no hot service. To man it is, but to him it is not. Praise the Lord. Now, to be able to be a disciple maker To be able to be a disciple maker. You have to be somebody. Who have sold out yourself to God. Yes. Dedication. To be able to make disciples. You have to be somebody. Who have totally dedicated your life to God. Praise the Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have a very simple philosophy. This life is too short. The longest I can live here is 120 years. But eternity has no time limit. So for the 120 years I'm spending on this earth. At least I shouldn't waste it. I should give more of it. Towards God. And his work. And that comes when I give my energy. It's not my mouthful. When I give my energy. My time. My resource. My strength. My life. Towards that thing. God. And his work. That is where I see that I'm living well on this planet. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Sound hallelujah. hallelujah. When you read the scriptures, you see many people who were in different things we do in our days and also serve God but you see that the Holy Ghost they didn't take any record of the things they did or not like once we do. The Holy Ghost only recorded the things they did for God. Do you understand? Are you here with me? Yes. You see David fighting Philistines. Why? Because they were the enemy of God's people. So like to us now the Philistines will, will be demons and then the devil, will be demons and what? That's why he's fighting them. Are you here with me? Are you, are you understanding? Yes. David was a king. I believe he did rose. Solomon did a lot of rose. Because the Bible says that in the days of Solomon, the streets of Jerusalem was full of gold. The gold didn't come there. People took time. It's like you are making road. Are you getting it? People took time and then flooded the street with what? Gold. They were making the road. Are you hearing me? But the, when you read about Solomon in First Kings, First Chronicles, you never hear anything about it. All that is important to God is what he did for him. You see him building the temple. There is a detailed account and record of it. But his role he plays as a king in Israel, making roads, building houses, and things, is not important to the Holy Ghost because that is not service to him. That is what I'm trying to let us understand. That when it comes to serving God, let's talk about Daniel. Daniel was a politician, there were many contributions he made to the different kings in his days. But you never see any record of any of them by the Holy Ghost in the scriptures. Why? Because he's not interested in it. He doesn't see that as service to him. So he's not bothered. He only records his stance and his field for God. That is the one he records. Don't, Don't be confused before you leave this earth. And appear before God with no reward. It is time we have to rise up and give our time, our resource, our energy. Give our life to God, to his work. Don't appear before God and be, and be confused. And God says, I, I knew you not. You would and they'll be talking. Once I was on earth, I was in this, I was a teacher. I was teaching the students. I was this. God is not interested in mathematics. For what? For what? He knows all calculations. We need those things just to live on this earth, to find our life in and out. God is not interested in that. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand that. So, serving God is total dedication of a man's life, your energy your time, the time you think you don't have, you are giving it to a particular service on it and you're always talking grammar around it praise the Lord that time God gave to you not to only use that he said only him will you use that time to serve and it is that one you are using that time to talk about some other things And for his service, you say because of that, you can't do. Praise the Lord. Me, as your father, I will tell you the truth. So that when you stand before God, you cannot blame me that I didn't know. Praise the Lord. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. So whatever service you are in. Before I leave this point. My counsel to you is that. Make time. Give energy. Give resources. Give your life. To God. And his work. Whatever service you are doing. Don't stop doing. But give more of your energy. More of your time more of your resource towards God and his way. I was saying casually that every first man or first woman in a nation they do their own itinerary to decide where they go per time. Praise the Lord. Every nation Donald Trump, every day he does his own itinerary. So if you want to go to church 24-7 24-7 he can go. Because he can put it in his itinerary and go. You can't tell me it's your work. You do your itinerary. Nobody did it do it for you. If you want to go to church every Sunday morning, he can be there. He can go there and sit and hear God and live after. Because he does his own itinerary. No, it's not an external body that do your itinerary for you. We are talking about serving God. Praise the Lord. So the basic foundation for making disciples for God. Is to be sold out. And to be sold out means that to give your heart to love God. That's the call. So if you can become a disciple maker. You have to first of all make a choice to love God. Make a choice to what? Make a choice to what? Make a choice to what? Yes. Yes. You have to make a choice. That I will love God. I will love God. I will love God. Praise the Lord. You have to make a choice. David was a king. He made a choice. That I will love God. So he was doing his own itinerary. And every day he can put in the itinerary seven times to go and praise God. And come back. And still do his work. He can put his itinerary three times. Prayer. Meetings. And go and still come and continue what? His work. Why? Because he has chosen to love God. He has chosen to love God. So the love of God is the root for the making of disciples is the foundation the love of god praise the lord is the foundation for serving god Romans 8 verse 28 please everybody look on the screen and look at something he said Malika pako likale so bakalite amando kidabakalite saba levoloti kalamba sokalide lako bandikla saba katiso in the name of jesus and we know everybody say we know i want you to grasp light from this and we know that all things work together for good to them that love god we know whether it is a, count, a, a nursing in black Africa. If a nation chooses to love God, all things work together for the good of the nation. For we know if a pauper who was born in the deepest village in Ghana, for we know that if he decides to love God, all things will work together for his good. For we know. We know. It's not, we are not confused about it. We know it. We know it. And it is all through the Bible, through scriptures. Nobody is confused about it. The angels are not confused. The Holy Ghost are not confused. The 24 elders are not confused. The saints are not confused. He said, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. It doesn't matter how broke the nation is. If that nation chooses to love God, we know that all things will work together for that nation. Praise the Lord. We know. We know. We know. We know. We know. Praise the Lord. Someone say, I know. That all things will work together for my good. Say it. I know. That all things will work together for my good. If I make a choice. To love God. I know it. I know it. I know it. Yes. He said, we know. We know. We know. Praise the Lord. We know. All things work together for good. To those who love God. He said, and we know that all things work good for them that love God. So, it's, it's not an individual. If a people decide to love God, we know. A nation or a person, or a group, or a continent. Look, I have always been saying that if Jesus tarries, the ties will change. Africa will not be like as it is now. I can prophesy, hundred years to come, if we continue serving God this way, things will change. For we know. For what? We know all things. People travel small and they go to Europe. They, go, they say, Africa, we pray. We, we, we waste time. We are always in church. Who told you? You are ignorant. Go and read the history of your fathers. Huh? Even just in the early 60s, America, the healing revivals. Cold winter. People will be standing in just for a church door to open for them to enter. It's just that you don't know. You are ignorant. You are ignorant. you are ignorant. All the people we know who are prayed in script in, in, in Christian, do we have any black man inside? Is huh? John Calvin a black man, Is John Knox a black man.? Huh? All the people we talk about who were prayer gurus, there is no black man inside. So if they were not praying, why would we slay them as the most prayerful people? You are ignorant. If God has visited Africa more, and we are praying some, allow us to pray for our children to come and enjoy it. Are you hearing me? Allow us what? Allow us to serve God. They were in church 24-7. 24-7. Even in the head days of Billy Graham, America. When Billy Graham is going for a crusade in the city, the whole city, everywhere, they are playing hymns everywhere. This is not far. This is not far. Early, the the middle and the quite early nineteenth and the middle and coming to. These are just some few years ago in America. John Knox in Europe. So leave us alone. Because and no and the best that. I'm telling you. Omunya And that. It's not a waste of time. Neither is it a waste of energy. It is an investment to the destiny of the continent Africa. I'm telling you. We know. We know. We know. Don't allow anybody. To, to confuse you with that. In fact, face the person. Tell the person you are ignorant. Go and read more. Go and do what? Go and read about their history. Go and read it. Go and read well about John Washington. George Washington. Go and read about them. You will know that they were men of prayer. All the prayer statements that drive the body of Christ, there is no black man whose name is inside. They are all statements by white men. If they were not praying, why would they make prayer statements? When when did prayer come to Africa? What we knew was marrying a lot of women and going to farm and, and uh, killing ourselves. That is what we, we used to know. When did we started praying? Ah man for Nanka. What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? What do you want us what? When they are saying say, What do you want us what to do? What do you want us to do? Praise the Lord. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. I want to just make some five cillion points. Then I'm done. In first John chapter 4 verse 19 it said we love him the hymn is God. We love God. Are you here with me? Huh? Because he first loves us. I'm laying foundation. So I don't want to rise. Prayer. I want to make strong points. Into your spirit. We love God. Because he first loves us. So I'm trying to make us get. Why do I need to choose to love God? You and me. Why do we need to choose to love God? Because loving God is a choice. You can decide that I don't want to love God. Because God having made you and me a robot, He has given you the power of the will to say, Hey God, I am going to love you with all my heart. Or you can decide to say, No, I will not love you. I will love other things. So even in his instructions, in 1 John chapter 2, verse, uh, what do you call it? Love not the world, not the 14 and 15. Huh? 1 John, he, he's instructing, we will come here by just giving 1, 1 John chapter 2, 14 and 15. He said, love not the world. So God is telling you that, I want you to love me, but you, you can choose to love the world. Not the things in the world. Because he has given you the power of the will. But he wants you to love him. But he's telling you that you can choose not to love him and love other things. And love other things. So he said, love not the world, nor the things that are in this world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him or is there. You can't love the world and love God at the same time. It's, It's clear. He said, if any man love this world, the love of the father is not in him. It's not in him. says So don't talk grammar. If you don't love God, you don't love him. Praise the Lord. Uh, yes, those people who accuse the church, we pray, we do it. You say, you know, but you know, if you love God, you love prayer. When somebody is praying, you never criticize who told you people who pray they are dumbies who told you they are not doing well who told you, told you they, their work is not doing well who told you that the academics they don't accept who told you who told you that I can challenge anybody at workplaces believers are the right they are the good workers there because the truth we teach in, in the church it make people become hard workers and make people become men of integrity they won't steal from you i can tell you that if they can do a survey they should take people who doesn't go to church and they should take people who go to church and then assess their work and their input to work and they will see that believers do better praise the lord yes so, let's go to First John chapter 4, verse 19. He says, I we there? Why do I need to say, we love him because God first loved us. So, I need to make a choice to love God because God is the first person who loved me. Who loved me. God loved me. I didn't love him first. God loved me first. So if I'm making a choice to love him, it's worth it because he has loved me. He has what? How did God love you? How did God what? Yes. Number one, let me take you through five things then I'm done. Number one, God loved you and me firstly. By giving you and me his identity. Identity. His first love for man. He didn't make man an unequal person. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. The first time God was talking about man. He said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. It is somebody you love, that you want him or her to have your personality, have your identity, have your equality. God, right from the beginning, made man just like himself. He made you and me just like himself. And he said, was said, It's worth loving him back. It's worth loving him back. We love him. Because he first loves us. And the number one way. Is that he gave us his identity. So when you see me. You see God at work. I just look like him. I am not like a dog. God didn't make me a cat, neither did He make me a sheep or a lion. He made me like Himself. Okay, so let's say this was a prophecy. He said, "Hey, let us make an in our own way." In our own. Go to twenty-seven, and God created man. And God did what? How did He create him? He created him. In his own image and in his likeness created he him, male and female created he them. Is somebody understanding? Yes. So you know this lies. Huh, when I began to see it, I've been I've been humbled because when I see the way God has loved me, can you imagine if you were a cat? You sitting there, assuming God made you a cat, a cat, a cat, or maybe a cow. You might be in one of the ranks here, and then they'll be, they they are beating you, beating you. He made you his own image. So what prevents you from loving him back? What prevents you? What prevents you? Praise the Lord. Number two. I need to love God back. Because let's take this scripture. Romans chapter 8 verse 32. It said, he does spare not. His only son. But delivered him up for us all. How much more. How much. How shall he not with him also. Freely give us all things. Why do I need to love the Lord? Because number two. He gave us his only begotten son. He spared not his only son. When it came to the redemption of man, when it came for him to buy me, buy me, when I was in sin, because he loved me so much, he gave the only thing he has for me. Praise the Lord. Hear me. When I was in trouble, and God wanted to set me free. Huh? The only way he could set me free is to give out something. And the only thing he has, someone say only. He gave it for me. He gave that thing for my life. So what prevent me from loving him back? He lost that thing he has so that I will be saved. Praise the Lord. Who spared not his only son, but delivered him for us all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Imagine a certain man who have who has a very precious son, the only son who he loves. He is to inherit everything. And one of his servants did the wrong thing and was arrested at the police station. And then they told him, that for we to release this your servant, who clean your house and clean your toilet and things, you have to bring your only son. That not that we put him in prison, we will kill him so that we release the servant. To and the man did that. He gave out a son who is to inherit everything to deliver a slave, a servant, from prison. So, if you the prisoner, you come out. And you can't love that man. Are you not a wicked servant? I'm asking you, are you not a wicked servant? Yes. That is the scenario of God. So, I have to love God back. Because he gave his only son for me. Who was a slave. I was in the slave market of sin. Demons were trading on me. They were hot. Trading on me. And God came. And said I want this slave. They said ah if you want him. Bring your only son. And we won't won't make him a slave. We will kill him. And he brought him. And he saw him being killed. Saw him being hot. So that I the slave. Will be delivered. And if he has delivered me. And I am now with him. And I am now. I can't love him back. I am a wicked person. I am a wicked person. That is why I have to love God. Because he gave his only son for me. Praise the Lord. Number three. Why do I need to love God back? In Psalm 115, verse 16. It said, the heavens and the highest heavens. They belong to God, but for the earth, he has given it to the children of men. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6, even when you were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places, in Christ, why do I need to love God back? Because God has given me his home, He has given me what? His home. He has given me His home. He has made me who was a slave. Huh? You know, when you read Psalm 115, verse 16, said the heavens and the higher servants belong to God. That is God's place. It's for him. It's for him. It's not for you. You, Your place is at. Are you here with me? But because he loved me, he has taken me to his home. He has taken me. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. He saved me from sins and took me to his home, which is heaven. So, if God have loved you so much, Nana, and taken you to his home, we have to love him back. Love God back. Because, look, if you don't know how God have loved you, that is what he's exposing to you. That is what. So, if you are giving your time small, two and a half hours to come to church, to just serve God, and you are talking grammar, we don't have time, and that, 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 and that, it means you don't love him. You don't love him. His love for you is stronger and much it's stronger and much, but you can give a lot of time for other things. <laughs> you know, people have another, they are their own mind. They say, Oh, you know, you are yeah, Master he wanted them to be in his presence 24-7 so in the day he was with them in the night he was with them he was with them church it's time 2020 I I will continue but I won't have the time to tell us the benefits when you begin to sign up for this lab But I can give you a series of examples from the Bible. Men who taught the way I am thinking and gave their life. Life is not how you begin, it is how you end. It is how you end. It is how you end. So take your time. Take your time. I remember I told this man, there was a certain man one day, he came and sat on national television, and he was making, said for me to go to church, I'll go and play golf. I told reverend, watch this man, he will fall. It didn't take time. His business had been taken away. You can play with God. You, like you have gotten small money, little money, so you can come and talk anyhow. Do you know great men who serve God? And go to church. Do you know billionaires who spend time? The first billionaire in the multi billionaire, Rocky Rockefeller, who was a church warden for three times for the Baptist church. What do you have? That you are talking like that. That to go to church, I'll go and play golf. I'll go and play golf. So he has time for golf, but he have not have time for God. They all begin with saying, but he will go for golf. Praise. Didn't I tell you? When it came, I said it. I th- Look, eh, eh, you are not the only person who have lived though. Many people like you have lived before. Have lived before. Have lived before. Praise the Lord. So if you are talking, don't think that you are the only one who have been talking the way you are talking. Many people like your type has ever lived. They, nobody know their history. And that will be you. People that talk like that, you, nobody will know your history. You will die like you didn't exist. Because you have ignored the real thing, which is the God factor in service. Why do I need to love God? Number four, huh? Number four, let me just finish. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 God blessed him and said be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue, have dominion over. Wow. I need to love God because he has given me the authority to use everything that he has for my benefit. Everything he has he has given me authority to use it. Uh, to do what? Please understand the grammar. Everything God has I need to love God back. Ma anya but bat senya me no, ade bi owo bia Or o de ama me say me mfa anya niamepɛ. Me mfa anya niamepɛ. Na nku pon. O se wo, ade bi a me wo bia me bo so ne asase. Me bo so I've given you dominion. Use it for your own benefit. Look, if a man can love you that and give everything he has to you to use it for anything what you want, why do you want to be ungrateful? Not to love him back. He has given you dominion, authority to use everything. Peter emphasized first, Second Peter one three. He said, "According as his divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, he has given you everything. No son, no son." Not some. I don't have the time to explain. He has given you authority over demons and witches. Praise the Lord. There are non-score people that you should be afraid of. There is no witch or wizard under the heavens or the earth. That I am. Me somewhere in here, I'm afraid. Ah, a poor witch, wizard. Praise the Lord. Because God has given me everything God has created. He has given me authority to use. He has given me authority to use angels. They are very stronger than me. But he has given me authority to call them and say, Hey, Michael, I want you to go here for me. Praise the Lord. And then he will go. Are you hearing me? Yes. He is stronger. He is bigger. But it's not about your height. Or is more handsome and beautiful. Angels are very nice. If you see them, they are very, very nice. Praise the Lord. Yes. So, if a man have loved you that way, how can't you love him back? That when it comes to him alone, you can't give some time, you can't give some resource, you can't give some energy. Some of us are always okay with God, except they are literally inconvenience. They are literally inconvenience for God. They are okay with God, except they are literally inconvenience. Do these things small for God, then? Papa, You cannot be literally be inconvenience for God. For God. You cannot. And the reason is that you have not understood His love. He has given you all His resources, all His power, all His wisdom, all His things He created. He said, I've given it to you. Use it for anything you want. And when He said, Too small to love me, then you said, No, I cannot. Praise the Lord. My last point. Why do I need to love God? I need to love Him. I need to love Him. Wow. In Revelation 1, verse 5 and 6. And He has made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Revelation 5, 9, and 10. They sang a new song saying, Revelation 5, 9, and 10. Where is the lamb to take the book and to open the seals thereof? For thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred tongue. People nation. Verse 10. And hast made us unto our God kings and priests. And we shall reign on earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know. We sing a song. Jesus Christ, our King of kings. Jesus Christ, our Lord of Lords. Who is there like you? Now like you. You are Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? So, kings, the king of the whole universe the high priest of the whole universe is the lord praise the lord but because he loved you back he gave you his position on earth He he gave you what he gave you what he gave you what If you don't know, let me show you. Psalm 24, verse 1. He said, The earth is the loss, the fullness thereof, the wealth and all day that dwelleth therein. For he established it upon the waters and founded it upon the seas. Praise the Lord. So, you know, the earth is the law. Go to verse 1. And the fullness. Thereof. Abba, The wealth. And now this place that is his. He left his position. And gave you that role. To be the king. To be what? And to be the priests. In the wealth. On the earth. Look. That is how a man can love you all. A man can what? Love you. He left the throne and said, You enthrone yourself here. I've given you the mandate. Take charge and dominate and do what? So when you come to Psalm 115, Oban Enema, or say, 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 as I say, No. Me ni subiyem. So one one five sixteen. He said, The heavens and the higher heavens." Is the loss bad for the earth? But for what? I've given it to men because I've made them kings and priests. Church, if you didn't hear anything, go home with this. That if I don't love God back, when I look at these five things, that is a demonstration of God's love to me. And I don't love him back. Then I'm a wicked person. I am what? a wicked person. We need to love him back with our life. So what is my counsel? My counsel today, number one, is that choose to love God in all circumstances because his demonstration of love to you far outweighs everything. Choose to love God in all things. Praise the Lord. Number two, my counsel to you is that make a choice to dedicate your life, your time, your energy, your resource towards God and His work. Praise the Lord. Number three, which is my last counsel. Decide that one day, that God, you will meet him. That you will not end up in hell. You will live your life well on this earth. And meet a man who loved you so much that you have not met face to what? Face. Be on your feet you are here this month and you want Jesus in your life. Somebody here need to give his life to Jesus. Something might change in your life. You need that Jesus. I want to pray with you. You want to say Jesus should become your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say I need Jesus. If I die today, I cannot make it to heaven because my life is not right. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. In somebody's life. Say, Father, I thank you that you died on the cross. For me, today, I ask you, come into my life. Become my Lord and Savior. From today, I will follow you and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. We trust that you have been blessed by the word of God. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.